Hey, I'm your host, Ben Silverio. I am your guest host, Helena Handbasket. And I'm your host and post, Ansel Birch. And it's time to party! I love it. <laughs> See, we still have finger guns, and you just don't hear them. Back to the space finger guns. Oh, yeah, because in space, no one can hear you finger gun. Oh. Okay. Hansel, is that true? Can you back that up with knowledge? Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, outside of radio c- communication or your own self-contained space with air, yeah, no, nobody can hear your finger guns. See, that that educational information was very entertaining <gasps> because this is the edutainment episode. Good segue. He did finger guns again. I yep. did it! Yay! <laughs> Today, we are here to edutain you about some things that we found in the butterfly effect. Uh, it was hard to find anything enjoyable <laughs> or... Uh, did I say enjoyable? I meant... <laughs> wow. Uh, no, I, I meant But there was technology in the movie. They did sure. stuff yeah, with stuff. there was stuff. some stuff. There was some stuff with stuff. That's yeah. correct. They correct. did stuff with stuff. Correct. Mm-hmm. Not the dog. Not the baby. Oh, not we're, the mama. We're not doing edutainment about, about that. No. No. What? Although we probably could have done explosives. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so something we tend to talk about uh, in the entertainment episode is uh-huh. that uh, we would pick multiple things okay. and narrow it down. Were there any other choices for you for uh, a topic for entertainment? Yes, actually. I So it wasn't a technology-based thing, but I was interested in like the history of mental institutions and asylums. Because a good portion of the film takes place there. And um, up until, you know, like, I think it was like 94, things like homosexuality were still listed as mental health disorders Mm. uh, for which, like, shock therapy treatment could be assigned. So um, I think the evolution of mental health has been very fascinating. So that was one of the ones I was considering choosing. But um, I didn't choose it. Oh, okay. Well, Um, uh, since, since you are our guest here. Yeah. What would you like to go first? Well, what was on your list? Yeah, what's what was on, on your my list? list? Yeah, what was your list? I mean, I mentioned explosives. Yep. And I thought about it, but mm-hmm. it didn't really last very long. Uh, but again, since this movie was so Weird. fucking out there, yeah, you know, it was hard to really pick a lot of the stuff that went on. You know, it's mm-hmm. like I thought about dorm rooms for a second. Oh yeah. Uh, but ultimately, I went in a completely different direction. Well, I guess not completely, because it's still academic-related. But, yes, would you like to go first? I don't know. I think Ansel should pick. (laughs) Who goes first? Yeah. Ansel, who's your favorite? Helena, for sure. Okay. (laughs) So, uh, for my uh, very recently Googled uh, edutainment (laughs) section, um, I want to talk about the chaos theory. Oh, um, which if at the beginning of the film, they, uh, quote the butterfly effect and, and how it relates to the chaos theory of, uh, one event could change the course of several different things. And you know, that the, as, as Roger Ebert had said in the review that we talked about last time about how it just lost all of the mechanism it was trying to use with the chaos theory. Yes. Um, so, uh, per the Google, um, Oh no, I said it. We're in a Google home and it's gonna, <laughs> oh no. Um, 
chaos theory in mechanics and mathematics is the study of apparently random or unpredictable behavior in systems governed by deterministic laws. Here's the chaos theory simplified. Describes the qualities of the point at which stability moves to instability or order moves to disorder. For example, unlike the behavior of a pendulum, which adheres to a predictable pattern in a uh, a chaotic system does not settle into a predictable pattern due to its nonlinear processes. What does that mean? Um, It means that um, time is not real and um, everything is a construct. Um, No, but if we think back to a, a film that I love and value dearly, Jurassic Park, um, Dr. Ian Malcolm. Yes. Life, uh, finds a way. <laughs> um, he d- describes, uh, very adeptly the, uh, the chaos theory where he talks about, um, where he has, uh, Laura Dern's character, uh, hold up her hand and drop some water on it. And he says, predict which way the water droplet is going to fall. Um, and she says, okay, it's going to go back and it goes off the side. And he says, see, this is the chaos theory because there are infinitesimally sized pores and hairs and, um, imperfections. And she says, imperfections, he says, yes, yes, imperfections, um, on the back of your hand that make it so you cannot accurately predict which direction the water droplet is going to fall. Cause it could change every single time. It mm-hmm. could follow the track of the the first water droplet, um, and uh, and now I am uh, in a car by myself uh, talking to myself, and that that that's the chaos theory. Um, <laughs> but it is this concept. I don't know it. I went to school for theater in French. I by no means this this is something my brother should be talking about because he's got the brains in the family. Um, but it is uh, that idea that that things happen randomly and there's no determined set of, of answers to it. And that this whole film was supposed to be one of like, Oh, this moment, like he's trying to pinpoint the moment that shit went sideways for him. Right. Um, and was it, they even zoom in. Um, and I think that they did have moments of this. Uh, there's one moment where they zoomed in on him dropping the cigarette out of his mouth and burning his stomach. Right. Like, was that the moment if he hadn't dropped the cigarette with that, you know, like, Mm -hmm. If X, then Y, you yes. know what I mean? If, if then, uh, you know, if he had stopped the, you know, he stops the, the dynamite from exploding cause he intervenes and then we flash forward and he is wheelchair bound and has a life that he is not happy with. Um, and you know, things like that. So it's a, this kind of this whole idea of like, what is the moment that determines the rest of it? And it is chaotic because you can't determine mm-hmm. what yes. it is. Can you predict all of the variables? And if you scoop, if you like zoom that out at all, of course you can't. Right, right, right. Yes, right. Because like it, we don't exist in a vacuum unless you are doing an experiment in in a vacuum. Mm-hmm. Then you don't know what the variable. You, there's there's there, always there's going to be other variables. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's no there's no predicting. I mean, the, obviously there are predictable things, but you know, the, like I don't know, um, math stuff. Um, a squared plus B squared equals C squared. Right. That's predictable. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like we can plug those numbers in. But like if I, you know, have a snack at noon, is that going to tide me over until six? Yeah. I don't know. It's unpredictable. Right. Because there are other factors at work. I'm tired. Um, <laughs> maybe my blood sugar is a little weird today. I don't know. Maybe... Maybe you exerted a lot yesterday. Maybe I exerted or... a lot of energy yesterday. Maybe uh, I, there wasn't enough protein in my snack. There's lots of different variables. 
So Ben, what did you pick? Oh wow, it's my turn now. Yeah, no now more, it's your turn. No more chaos. No, 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 no plenty of chaos. Plenty of so much chaos. If you think we're getting out of chaos territory, <laughs> time to party. Brought to you by the Indecisionist and Chaos. <laughs> So, uh, as I mentioned, uh, it's kind of my pick for the edutainment section uh, is academic adjacent. Okay. All right. So, what was one of the reoccurring things in the butterfly effect? Uh, Wide world journaling notebooks. Notebooks. Oh, really? really? Oh, my God. Oh, man. You got it in oh, one. I was, I was a joke. That's one. amazing. Exactly. I was all ready for it to be like really bad dorm rooms. Or... Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, so after looking at all the different things that I could talk about, I got curious about marble notebooks. Amazing. And what the origin of it exactly. is. Exactly. Like cool. where they came from. Where did they come from? Uh, so. Where did they go? They. Where did they come from? Came. <laughs> uh. The, the short answer, Asia. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so 10th century China. And I was 12th... not prepared for you to go that far back. I was not prepared for this. <laughs> right. It's I'm crazy, right? I'm getting edutained right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 10th century China mm-hmm. and 12th century Japan is where it all really started. Oh, okay. cool. And the marble design used to apply to the pages themselves because it was a process of marbling the paper and then they would put the characters on the Mm -hmm. cool design paper Mm -hmm. oh so like the the um the pages that have like a a gentle like wave through them okay exactly not like the the dark marbling that we imagine now on the yeah it it, would like get in the way of writing it eventually uh evolved uh so even though it was uh you know, that psychedelic pattern with all the swirls and the flourish, like people would just write all over it. Right. You know, so uh, eventually when it got to Europe, um, like in France and Germany in like the uh, the 19th century, mm-hmm. okay. uh, it, it just would be on the cover. Hmm. And then when it made it to America... In like the late nineteenth century and the early twentieth century, oh wow! You know it 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 was it became the the lined paper that we see. So it it's like for hundreds of years, these composition notebooks had the same look. Wow. So if you went back to um to like hundreds and hundreds of years ago. Oh the my composition gosh. notebooks. They look exa- almost the same. I mean, look the wow, same. Wow, wow, wow. That you would see at the dollar store right now. Oh my gosh. Yeah, like this one. I, I mean, they don't have that like marbled brown, uh, the the dark, dark black. Yeah, the black I've and white. I've definitely still seen that yeah. style. This is uh, an example from France from 1860. Whoa. And it's basically how you'd see them in high school or grade school right now. Mm-hmm. That is really wild. They've largely remained unaltered since then. Uh, and in my research, I came across this designer uh, at Pentagram oh. um, who wanted to change up the the composition notebook. Mm-hmm. 
So in their new design, they just, you know, gave it a little modern uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. adjustment, right? But uh, it's also the, the binding, you know? Like, the, the way this designer uh, took the book binding was so that it could be 100% flat. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. Because the the as you know, listener, probably, because you've probably used a composition notebook. It's probably the single reason you stopped using composition Exactly, notebook. because yeah. they never stay down flat. Correct. And that's because of the way that they uh the, the book is binding, yeah. you know? So in this new updated version, which uh you can get on Kickstarter, uh, but it's probably very expensive. That's silly. Yeah, uh I mean, fifty-seven dollars for three lined composition notebooks and a tote. Oh, there you go. Well, I mean, supporting innovation, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. That is uh, really I'll neat. I'll put links in the show notes. Yeah, to yeah. This please and, do. That's and the really photos cool. that Ben showed us. Yeah, the photos yes. are really cool. So that you too can go. Oh. Yeah, because we definitely were. I mean, that's incredible. Right. Like this is how. So that's what they're going for. That's wow. how it looks. You know back what's really day. wild. I am also having another recovered memory of when I would go to art camp in the summers and we did, I did like an entire paper making class. So I learned how to make like the, the pulp for the paper making. And we did marbling because they showed us these as like art pieces and they did give us this history lesson, but I was like eight at the time. So I didn't remember, (laughs) but I do remember making those. That's really cool. That is, isn't that crazy? Look at this. It all goes back to Asia. Hey, Hey, good work, Asia. (laughs) Get some good shit. Good Hell yeah. shit, Asia. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Giving us the number zero. Yep. Marbled pages, mm-hmm. fireworks. Dumplings. Dumplings. Oh my God. Dumplings are great. <gasps> ben, you said the magic word. I'm no so excited one. for dumplings. Like, dumplings. We're in the season now that it's the perfect time for Shaolin Bao. Yep. Is you there know? a bad time of year? I mean, having soup dumplings in the summer is kind of... <laughs> yeah, but I would still do it. Soup you dumplings. would? Hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I'll we do soup see. dumplings. Yeah, yeah, I'll do some <laughs> soup dumplings literally whenever. I mean, they are delicious. I talked about this before we started rolling, but I was reminded that there was a alternate ending for oh, yeah. the butterfly effect. There's a director's cut of this film. Oh, right, my maybe God. that's where this is from. Mm-hmm. Uh, where Evan goes back and kills himself in the womb. So that none of this happens. Oh my god! Uh, but the the version that we got on the HBO Max cut uh, was slightly happier, I guess. Now that I'm thinking about it, because this is a far better movie and we both love it, can we do Clue as a a time travel movie? Because there are alternate <laughs> endings. I mean, you could argue that's time travel. It is time travel because they go back. It could have been anything. It could. That's chaos theory. <gasps> oh, Clue is such chaos theory. Yeah, it's the best. <laughs> then we can. Man, the things you could talk about. I know. Wadsworth. 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 That name. Oh. <laughs> Tim Curry is great. Yes. We stand. We do. So, yes. while you all need some time to stand for Tim Curry, and less... <laughs> Take a shot for Tim Curry out of respect. Yes. And less time to think about the uh, butterfly effect uh thank you for joining us uh this month on this wild fucking ride yeah this was an adventure i had a lot of fun (laughs) this one turned into an adventure river i really like that i really like that yeah this lazy river turned into like a wild water rapids towards the middle and then it's like natasha beddingfield says uh the rest is still unwritten oh my god Uh. (laughs) 
Roll credits right here. Yes, party people, we've done it again. Whether you like it or not, we're still here. And we're on the internet. On Instagram and Twitter, I'm at BeSilverio20. I am the Helena Handbasket on Instagram, and I am only Handbasket on Twitter. I am at Indecisionist on Twitter and at the Indecisionist on Instagram. And if you'd like to join in the conversation, this fat shit fucking crazy conversation about the butterfly effect, not the Mothman prophecies, use the hashtag. Coming in April. Time to party. That's time, the number two party. Whew, we did it, kids. We did. We're at the end. We did it. Another movie in the books. So until our next exciting time travel debacle, uh, be excellent to each other. And party on, dudes. <laughs> <laughs>